Coming up next on the Jeff Crilly Show, there's an old saying, if you hang around nine broke people, pretty soon you're number 10. That's why I like to hang around very wealthy people who are doing well for themselves. You're going to meet the host of the Millionaire Mindsets podcast next. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, I am so blessed. I grew up in Detroit and I learned hustle. I was at Seven Mile in Livermore and you had to have hustle as a kid in Detroit. And I relate to anybody who grew up in a tough section of town. And my next guest knows all about that, Xavier Miller. He is the host of the Millionaire Mindsets podcast. And you told me you grew up in Chicago. Yes, sir. But not the great part of Chicago. The west side of Chicago. Okay. What was it like when you were growing up? Uh, it was pretty, like, Chicago is a very segregated city, so I grew up around, like, all black. I didn't really get to experience, like, different races and stuff until I was in the military. So it was very, like, um, not a lot of money, low middle class, even in poverty. So it was just... Well, and you, but you learn hustle, don't you? You learn to absolutely. survive. Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Something uh, that was always in me. I love that. So uh, you tell a story, and I want you to share it with my audience, mm -hmm. that uh, you didn't realize that you didn't have any money until you uh, enlisted in the military. Yes, Sh sir. Share that story with us. So uh, I, I enlisted at the age of uh, 20, and the reason I enlisted because my brother was in the Navy. So I always had this idea on the military living that it was like something crazy, and like I just thought it was so like opposite of what it truly is. So I went to stay with my brother in Florida for a year right after high school. And I saying he had like a pretty regular lifestyle. So I was like, maybe this is something that I can do. So he convinced me to join the Air Force. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna take my big brother's advice. So I went back to Chicago, joined the Air Force. And when I joined my first three years, I kind of just like was bullshitting around, honestly. It was just spending my money, wasting time, partying, having a ball. And then my third year, I got tasked with deployment. My supervisor came to my office. He's like, Miller, you got to ask to go to Qatar for seven months. And I'm like, shit, I never wanted to do that. I was kind of upset about it. So he was like, but before you go, I want you to go create a wheel just in case. And then when he said it, I remember just getting being taken aback like a wheel. But I'm 23. And he was like, <laughs> it's so funny, I'll never forget. He gave me this look like, do you not know that you're in the military? Like anything can happen. You go overseas, bomb blows up, you're gone. So I'm like, all right, I took his advice. I went to go create the wheel. I was in a room, it was about 30 people. I was the youngest person in there. No exaggeration, Jeff, I finished my wheel in less than 60 seconds. If you know anything about wheels, if you finish that quick, that means you don't have anything. I remember writing down, I had like shoes, an Xbox, a watch that my girlfriend bought me and nothing else. And I was just looking around the room. I was like, I started acting like I still, I didn't want to look like I was the only one that was done that quick. So I started like fake writing stuff down. So I, it, it was the, it was the most embarrassing, like the embarrassing, like shameful moment of my life, but it was necessary because it was a wake up call. Mm. It was like, oh man, this is like ridiculous. Like if I did go overseas and die, it's been like, I'm living for nothing. Like I don't have 
pretty much too much going on. Okay, so when you get out of the military, I read this in an article. Uh, in fact, let's put the article up on the screen because we want people to see this. It was Voyage Dallas, and um, it, it was just a beautiful article. It talked about you getting out of the military. You had something like $25,000. No, that's that's oh. when I deployed. Oh, oh, I was still in for another... Uh, about two years. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so then how how much money did you have when you left the military? When I left the military, uh, I had liquid. I think I had around like $200,000. $200, wow. Okay. When did you get into real estate? I got into real estate in 2018. Do you December remember? 2018. What My first you? property was in Detroit. It wasn't? Okay. Yes, well, sir. Shout out to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> D-Town. Yes, sir. So tell us about your first deal. Do you remember your first deal? Absolutely. So my first deal, you know how Detroit is. They yeah. have very cheap properties. You can find properties that are like extremely cheap. So my first deal, it was a um, it was a three-bedroom single-family home, and it was $17,000. And so at the time, I was, I was doing a lot of educating myself about real estate and how to do deals. And I was like, mm, I have the money to do this, but I don't want to use my money. I'm going to use the bank's money. Mm. So I went and I got with a property that cheap. They didn't do mortgage loans or investment loans. It was only like a personal a personal loan. So I took out a personal loan for 14000 Like I said, the, pro the property was 16.9 to be exact, so pretty much 17000 So I paid 3000 out of pocket and took the loan from the bank. Now, the loan payment, since it's such a small amount of money, the payment was like $200 a month I had to pay back. But my rent in that property was $800 a month. Wow. Okay, now so do you still have that property? Did you I sold it? it I sold it last year. And what was the total profit, if you had to guess? So I, uh, total I made, so I made my money back just from rent. So the 17000 I made that back in rent within like, I can't even remember the time frame, but I remember making it back. Then I sold it for double than what I paid for, wow. a little over double. Well, I love it that you are so passionate about sharing these secrets and passing them to other people. And you are the host of a wildly popular podcast. Before we show this clip, I want you to talk about the Millionaire Mindsets podcast. How long have you been doing it? So I've been doing the podcast and next month, the end of next month, it'll be five years. Wow. Yes, sir. And it's one of the top rated podcasts in the country. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. You have to feel good about that. I feel amazing about it because it was something that it wasn't when I created it. That wasn't the intent. The, the reason I created my podcast, it was to help people back home, because when I started my journey with the deployment, coming back, investing, I had so many people from back home that wasn't privy to the information. They kept asking me and trying to get me on phone calls. So me and my girl, we sat down and we was like, maybe we should just start a podcast that could be a central location for everyone that is back home. So instead of you having to be on the phone all the time, these friends of yours, they could just go listen on the podcast and hear you talk about it. So the idea of, of hitting the charts and doing all those things, none of that crossed my mind. Monetization, none of those things crossed my mind. Okay, so we're gonna see. Yeah, your podcast lasted for an hour, and we can't. We, right, 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 <laughs> this right, is right. A Twenty minute show. Yes, sir. So we can't show the whole thing, but we're gonna show a clip. Go yes, ahead. sir. Let's go ahead and roll that. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people. If you know they solid, elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some game, Xavier y'all gonna talk about it. No, Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouches. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the greatest show on earth, the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I am your host, Xavier Miller, and today I got a live great episode for y'all. But before we get it started, I would like to advise all the listeners, all the watchers, so please hit that like button, hit that five-star rating, give us a review, share, comment, do all those things. We try to run, run the numbers up, so we and we would greatly appreciate that. And getting right into the show, today I got a guy here that's 
if y'all on social media, y'all see him, his content is going crazy. And I, I just knew he would be a great guest to bring on the show because he has a fire perspective and uh, his experiences on things. I feel like would be great for the listeners and the watchers. So without further ado, welcome to the show. My God, Nate, what's good, brother? Man, it's good to be here. It's hey, good to be it's here. good to have you here, man. Hey, How you man. feeling? How you I feeling? Feel, I feel good. Okay. I feel real good. Love the show. Love everything that you're doing. Thank you, bro. Making an impact and representing as well. Thank you, man. Thank you. So getting right into it. So for the people that this may be their first time seeing and hearing of you, Give some brief, brief background on yourself. Let the listeners know who you are. Yeah, so um, Nate Cotman, um, grew up in Philly. Okay. Um, very passionate about um, the concept of masculine vulnerability specifically and vulnerability in general. Um, uh, I'm, you know, I, as far as professionally, I, I work in the credit space. Okay. Uh, in real estate. Oh, um, but my passion is impacting people um, through communication, right? Okay. And being a pioneer, what it, what it means to be vulnerable, you know what I'm saying? What it means to um, lead with your heart. And mm. so um, I think that those things are extremely important. It's something that you don't see from men a lot of times because oftentimes men look at it as a sign of weakness when in actuality it's a superpower if you use it and you funnel it in the right way. Mm. So, um, well, so I want to compliment you, Xavier, because, you know, I came up through broadcasting and in broadcasting, they teach you how to talk and, yeah. and just, you know, be very scripted and every sentence ends like this. <laughs> and you got a cool factor about you. I mean, watching your shows, I've watched several of them and you just have like just a natural, it feels like I'm eavesdropping on a conversation with a friend. Um, how did you develop your style? That's a great question. Honestly, it's, I try to perfect my craft and get better and better. Actually, I'm doing some things. I'm taking speech class because I always want to be evolving. But I think it comes down to me just being naturally who I am and just asking great questions. Yeah. So I think, you know, you've been in media much longer than I have. It really comes down to holding the conversation was being inter being interested in the other person you're next to and asking the yes. right questions. And that's something that I think is easy for me because I'm naturally uh, inquisitive type of person. When I'm sit down and meet with someone, it don't matter who it is, I'm going to be asking them questions about yes. their life and what they have going on. And I love that about you that you, there's a lot of hosts that like to hear themselves talk <laughs> and, and their guest never gets a word in edgewise. You actually let your guests talk. Mm -hmm. it, it's refreshing. Yeah, thank you. That, that's that's something that I like. Um, I'm extremely proud of because like you said, I'll see a lot of shows that the host is always doing the most talking and it's like, yeah. it's, it's frustrating to see you at times. Okay, so we've got about two minutes left. This okay. is a, a short show. Um, I want you to give advice to the next generation of entrepreneurs or the young person who's, you know, you know they're like you were, um, you, know, uh, you know, coming into the military. W what advice do you give them to just start? Mm, that's a great question. So first I would say start immediately. And the second thing is to start to save your capital. So if you have a job, I'm, I'm of the mindset that your job is your first investor. So if you work a job, unlike me, where you wasting your money the first three years, start to save immediately. Save with a plan, save with intention. So you can use that money and put it into your business, whatever it may be. And then once you make up your mind on what your business is, I, I'm a, one of those people that I believe in going all in. Not one foot in, one foot out kind of thing. Just being completely all in 100 miles per hour because I think that's the best way to see results and to also see results at a fast pace. Wow. You know, that's how I see it. Cause it's so competitive these days. Well, we're, you are inspiring me. We're going to have to share notes about <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> so, congratulations Thank on you. your success. And I want to make sure that you get a bunch of people liking and subscribing to your YouTube channel. So we're going to end by putting that up on the screen. There is Xavier's YouTube channel. Please like, share, subscribe, share with your friends. Uh, the great Xavier Miller. Thanks for coming on the Thank show. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.